All right, Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger, it's always great to see you, especially in New York, in this studio. And again, as usual, a smile on your face. Yeah, but I mean, why this, are you always happy? It's so well, because, because you're happy too. Look at your yeah. smile. Bro, you because you're here. No, 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 no. You you're always a happy camper too. I think we both are happy. But this is really funny. I come in here to the studio and they say, take your jacket off. I said, why? I said, because I think we want to see you you're all pumped up. Okay, so I took my jacket off. I said, are you guys happy now? Well, you know what? I'm going to show my body too. I mean, yeah, let's I mean, be honest. But the, the question is, have you gotten rid of your chest hair? Right. Remember that years ago we did an interview and they said, what can I do about my chest yes. here if I want to compete in well, bodybuilding? And I said, put well, some gasoline on it and well, burn it off. That was true. And it, <laughs> that was your best time because, let's be honest, the only thing keeping me from success in bodybuilding was my, my Italian chest hair. I mean, it was and really studly. I didn't, yeah, thank you very much. But it was, would, it, would it have been a turnoff? Let's say I had bigger pecs than you when you were in your zenith, Mr. Olympia, and I had chest hair. I would have lost, right? No, 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 you would have never lost. No one's you, ever you, won a, a contest. You are not with a loser. There. There's no such thing as for you as losing anything. Wow. You're can, a winner. Can you believe how you much you You were born a winner. That's as simple as that. All right, go on. Siri, uh, uh, no one's tracked your career as, as, as much as I have, especially over the last few years. I saw you as a politician leading up to it, the running and the aftermath. So we have a lot to go over. First, I want to talk about what's on the foremost of your mind. You're pumped up about this Terminator movie, and a lot of people saying it's back to its roots in doing so. In what way? Well, I think that. Uh, I think people say that because they've seen the movie, they were blown away by the story, by uh, the, the, the battle scenes and the fight scenes, the chase scenes, and the visual effects. Of course, it came out really extraordinary, and uh, I was impressed. We didn't, you know, if you do those things for months and months and months, you know the story so well. But when I sat there, I was so pleasantly surprised, and especially the emotional ups and downs that you experience in this movie. So. I think this is really uh, going to be great. Uh, James Cameron is the one actually that said this is the continuation of uh, Terminator 2. This is the true sequel to those movies. And right. uh, he, he loved the movie and he called me the next day after he saw it and said, Arnold, you did a great job. They did a great job. This is going to be really great. I think I have the right numbers. It, is it $204 million, $204 billion the second one made? No, the second one made domestically over $200 million and worldwide oh. over $500 million. Which in the day's grosses will be over a billion dollars. And now you have, a, then the next one is 150, which is extraordinary. The first one, 38. Without you, didn't do nearly as well. Do you have a number in mind that you want to see at the box office July 1st when it rolls out? I never do that, you know. And I, I also like to be in, uh, rather underestimating than overestimating. So I have no idea. That's a question that the studios have. They really study all those right. numbers. To me, the important thing is that I go around the world. And uh, we just came back from South America, from Australia, from Europe. Now we do uh, the United States promotion. Then we go to the Asian countries. And then we promote it and then we market it. Uh, and we let the world know this movie is coming out now in July. And that's the most important thing for me. Because part of it is prepping for the movie. Right. Then it's making the movie. And then it's selling the movie. Uh, now, let's talk about this movie. <clears throat> do you feel as if you watch The Rock and his action, and he is the, he's the guy, the hot guy right now, and has been for a while in his action movies when he chooses to do it. And do you say, I could do it better? Do you say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to match you? Is there a competitive this? Would you used to have it with Stallone? Do you look at The Rock that way? No, not at all. I've always been a big admirer of The Rock. I think he's a great athlete. He's a great wrestler. And um, I always loved his, his speeches when he was wrestling. And he had this performance, <laughs> you saw that this in, great yeah. talent in him. Right. So you knew that if he ever gets into acting, he would be great because he understands the acting. He understands performance and to project. Right. And this, he has also a wonderful personality. So there's no jealousy. Sly and I, as you just uh, said, 
we did have a jealousy in the beginning, and we kind of were competing who has the biggest muscles, who has the least amount of body fat, who can kill the most people on screen, who can kill them the most <laughs> creative way, and who can use bigger guns and all this stuff. And now we uh, recognize the fact that actually it's better if we help each other and uh, let's support each other rather than competing against it's each other. It's almost like a bird magic thing. It's just what it reminded right. me of. And the minute they were done, even when they were playing, they started really respecting each other but hated each other through college and, and the pros. But you know, um, competition creates performance. And it really, he always says, it made him perform better right. because he went all out. And it made me perform better. So the competition was actually healthy. See, with me, I, there's no one as good as me, so I have no one to compete with. And that's my problem. See, do you yeah, I any... feel sorry for you, actually. Right. That, that you're it's not so easy. out there alone. Yeah, I got so up big. There throne. I'm the Tiger Woods of talk. <laughs> no you mean the Tiger be... Woods today? No, 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 absolutely not. I should have actually said that. That's how I went to the night. Can we edit that out? I didn't like the way that came out. All right, so I, I love the fact that you're going back and doing Conan, and I, I know how, how much that meant to you, and then to come back and do triplets. So for Conan, is it done already? I know you like the script. Are you done with it? No, uh, I love the script, and now it's a matter of just sitting down and figuring out when we're going to do it, right. what the budget will be, and when what the release date is. You know, to work out all the details, who is going to direct it, and so on. And then we're going to talk simultaneously with the same studio about the sequel to Twins, triplets right. and uh, when we should uh, do that and then of course uh, you know they if the movie the terminator movie genesis is as successful as the studio you know thinks it, it, it will be then they will be doing another terminator right. so it, it, there will be a lot of decisions that will have to be made so when you got done with your uh eight almost eight years as governor did you need some time out did you say you said wow i have to take a deep breath it was it hot was it more intense those seven and a half eight years than it was in Hollywood with the crazy, uh, very productive movie schedule you had? Well, I think that the schedule was much more intense than I thought it would be. I think the responsibility is probably even bigger than anyone can dream of. Uh, than you even there's, dreamed of? Oh, yeah. There's, there's problems and challenges that have to be overcome all the time. And as you solve one problem, the next one comes in. And you know, for me, I was very proud of the seven years that, uh, that uh, I was governor. I was able to pull Democrats and Republicans together and do a lot of things. Uh, all the environmental progress that we have made, all the infrastructure that we've built, uh, the health care, uh, you know, political reform, to have open primaries and redistricting reform, and on and on and on. And the only thing that I couldn't get done, which, of course, I was really mad about, was the budget. Because the, I was surrounded by Democrats that had no interest to give me that victory. So they uh, alone I couldn't do it. It's not a dictatorship. So, you know, they derailed that. But I never complain about that because... Uh, they helped me to accomplish so many other things. And so we looked for the things that we right. had in co common and that we uh, liked. And then the things that we didn't agree on, there were the battles. I respect the fact that this field is so big. You have so many friends in the race. You don't want to comment. But I'm gonna, I will say this. We did a Fox poll. And in the top three, two are non-politicians. You're a non-politician getting into it. You got Ben Carson, a surgeon, Donald Trump, a businessman. What advice do you have from them? And can a non-politician be successful? Absolutely. I think that, that outside-the-box thinking is a refreshing way of going about it. We have to get rid of the big problem that people are getting stuck in their ideological corners. Because if I just say, well, my way is the only way to go, and they say their way is the only way to go, but we don't sit down and work it out, we will never get anything done. And this is why today 
America is frozen. We need new leadership, and we need to have someone come in that really doesn't care about Democrat, Republican, that cares only about America. Let's bring people together, and let's bring both parties together and find ways to solve those problems like we've done in the past. This is the greatest country in the world because we were able to do those things where we, both of the parties got together. But, but we we have got whole, to continue to do well, that. That's true. But we have a whole history of fighting and not giving even George Washington what he wanted. So, But uh, things eventually always got done. Yeah. And I think this is why we have to do that again. We have to have you know the, the vision and the will should be to serve the people, not our party. The, the party, we, we all belong to a party. You know, I'm you know a, a hardcore Republican. And I love the party. And always people always say, well, but this was a democratic idea you had, and this environmental thing is a democratic. It doesn't matter. There is no democratic idea. There is only an American idea. When you talk about education, it is an American idea. 